views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Ashgrove Road in Anacottia. It's missing some footpath and locals are looking for an explanation. The village has seen a big increase in traffic over a couple of decades now and to chat to us more about this, we're joined by Eric Nelligan who is with the Ain't Two Party and he is based in Castle Troy and Anacottia. And good morning to you, Eric. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. So what exactly is the problem here? Well, um, as you mentioned there, the village, look, this footpath was built in the mid-90s. Uh, the population of Anacotti in the mid-90s was just less than 600 people. Now, 25 years later, uh, 3,000 people live in the Anacotti area, and the footpath hasn't been extended. So what we basically have for any of your listeners that know Anacotti is... If you or come don't, Anacotti, more importantly. <laughs> or don't know it. But, um, yeah, if, if, as you come from Anacotti Village, you drive out towards Dublin Road, it's whatever, maybe... Two or three hundred meters long, and the last portion of the road, there, the last portion of the road, about eighty meters or so, there's just a footpath missing, and like it's it's inexplicable. It's, it's like bizarre, really, and it's been missing. I I lived up in Anacotti in the early zero zero. I own a house up there, and um, it, the footpath wasn't there then. But like since I moved in, or since I moved to Anacotti in the early zero zeros, and now twenty twenty years later, population has exploded, but the footpath hasn't been extended, and. Um, we did a canvas of the area before Christmas and one of the main things that a lot of the locals raised with me was just finishing this small section of a footpath because um, it's a very popular walking route. So, like, you know, like it's a new year. I'm sure a lot of your listeners have uh, New Year's resolutions to get fit or, you know, uh, get healthy. And we all like walking. Walk, you know, there's a lot of people walking, there's a lot of people cycling and there's just a small portion of a footpath missing and with thousands of cars going past daily, it'd be it'd be a shame for something bad to happen for an accident, an unavoidable accident. Well, Eric, we were in touch with the council, and Limerick City and County Council is to make an application to the National Transport Authority for funding for this section of footpath that you're talking about. That's great. That's great news. Um, yeah, because I, I got that news myself just yesterday. So um, that's great news. Look, I would imagine it won't take uh, a long period of time for it to be done, but it's great. And I must compliment the council here is, look, I put the application in a week ago. Um, they responded very, very quick. They, they acknowledged that there was a problem. And I presume, look, it's probably one of these things that slipped under the radar. Like the Castle Troy Anacotti area for, has seen a lot of uh, building and development over the last 20 years or so. And to be fair to the council, they're doing a good job maintaining and updating the place. And I, I reckon this one just slipped by, it slipped right. under the radar. We're trying to Eric Nelligan from AIN2. What's the story with street lighting? Uh, again, look, because normally when, when a path has been put down, street lighting has been put down as well. So if a portion of the road is missing a path, you can be almost certain that there's not going to be street lighting there. So it's the same. Um, again, look, there's a darkness. Uh, I, I measured it the last day. There's a darkness corridor of about 120, 125 metres from one light to the other. And in today's day and age, that's, that, that's, that, that's a hazard that needs to be resolved as well. So hopefully, I'm sure they will. And it was part of my application to the council that when they're redoing the path, that they'll put down maybe two or three street lights in that portion as well, just to brighten it up. Look, it's dark now. Look, uh, it's probably dark at half four. It's going to be dark. Um, it's going to be dark until the hour change. People will be walking there. You may as well have it. Look, once it's been done, you may as well do it right, and then it's done for 20 years. Right. Now, we know that there's a major plan for Castle Troy and they're talking about a very significant increase in population there over the next 15 years. Uh, now, people in Anacotti often make the point that 
they're living in and from Anacotti rather than yeah. Castle Troy. But what's going to happen, do you think, to Anacotti itself in the next decade? Well, the way I look at it, um, Anacotti, the, the area that's known as Anacotti, which stretches from kind of Glenside, just next to Castle Troy College, all the way to uh, over the river to Lisnagroy and to Mount Shannon Road, it's more or less full. There's not a lot of development that can happen in Castle because all the green fields are gone. There's only one or two small parcels of the land. There's one parcel of land there opposite the roundabout that that just planning permission for, and there's kind of a few objections against. Um, but ultimately, Anacotti itself, as a village and as an area, is more or less full. So, what I would hope in the Anacotti, uh, in the Anacotti area, is that just any, and that's why I'm keeping an eye out on is like footpaths or roads or things that need to be upgraded, things that were built 20 years ago that need to be upgraded. I'll just let the council know about them. Or people, generally locals, contact me and I submit an application on their behalf. So, okay. um, um, but one, sorry, just one thing you said there is the second thing that came up an awful lot when we did a canvas before Christmas was childcare. Childcare is a massive issue out in Anacotti and Castle Troy. So, that's something I'm going to be making a big push on is. There's houses being built all over the place. There's estates shooting up, but there's not facilities or there's not planning for childcare. And very briefly, Eric Nelligan, and we'll come back to you and talk to you about this in more detail as the year progresses, but the chat is, and it may not happen, it may happen, that there could be a directly elected mayoral election for Limerick City and County uh, this year. Will Ainto be putting someone forward, and will it be you? Uh, Well, no, it won't be me. It won't be me for the mayor. Um, uh, Look, I was asked to run in the last election, but that was asked very late. So uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to go out not having done work. So I'm putting a lot of work in at the moment, and I hope in the next council elections in three years, I put myself forward, and if people are happy with what I've done, I might get elected. If I if, if I'm rejected by the by the citizens, that's fine, and I'll step back and let someone else move forward. Okay, but um, in, term, but that, in terms that, of the party, though, will the party yes. be putting up a candidate for mayor? Yes, we have two people that we've spoken to. Uh, one of them is exceptionally high profile but has a very high-profile job that is well-known to, to the people of Limerick. And, but this, this individual, we are hoping in, that they might put themselves forward, but unfortunately his work position at the moment might rule that out. But it's someone in a party who we hope to put forward at some stage. So a very high-profile person who would have great hopes. And we have a second person who has worked with in the multinational sector that, we have, that we're also talking to. Um, like, you know, being the directly elected mayor of Limerick is an honour, but it's not a job that, like, it, it doesn't have the power to work. There's a lot that needs to be, well, well, yes, be ironed out. And, and I accept all of that, and that is yeah. part of the debate we've been having on Limerick today, and we will continue to have, because we want to absolutely have that nailed down so listeners understand that when they go to the polls, the job that they will be putting the individual they decide to vote for into. Well, thank you very much for all of that. Eric Nelligan uh, of Into. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.